COVID-19 patients need your help. If you fully recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have the antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients recover. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today to schedule an appointment to donate blood. That's V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T dot Help save lives and schedule your appointment at Vitalant.org. You could help save lives. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. This is an ode to the glass noodle. You may be glass only in name, but our love for you is crystal clear in every Bibigo Korean dumpling. Your tantalizing texture tickles the taste buds. And while you are see-through, the world can't help but see you. The Glass Noodle, one of many obsessively crafted ingredients in every plump and juicy Korean dumpling from Bibigo. Go handcrafted. Go Bibigo. Authentic Korean dumplings now in the freezer aisle. This is Podco Media Networks. On episode 89 of Confessions of a Marketer, video saved the marketing star. Hi, it's Mark Reed Edwards. Welcome back to Confessions of a Marketer. Joe Martin of Cloud App is back to finish our chat about video and visuals in marketing. And we also learn a bit about his company, Cloud App. We'll get to that in a moment. Next time, we'll have fellow podcaster Ben Shapiro in to chat about one of my favorite subjects. You know it, podcasting. And coming soon, we'll have Mitch Duckler on differentiating your brand, Steve Rendazzo on experiences, David Lemley on retail voodoo, and David C. Baker on using a wide collection of interests and experiences to build an agency and a hell of a career. Lots of other great conversations in the works. This is episode 89. We'll hit our 100th episode in late September with some fun plans in store to celebrate that milestone. Right now, it looks like that episode will hit right about September 29th. Hard to believe that this little show has run that long. 100 episodes is quite a milestone. But we've gotten here, haven't we? I started with a few friends and colleagues who I love to talk with, and it's grown from there. Then we added the Innovation Podcast, along with my partner, Garnett Harriman. That has generated a lot of interest, and the guests there have been fascinating. And now we've launched Podco Media Networks. And we have three other podcasts up and running. Demystifying Data with Chris Clegg, My First Job with John Chang, and Mondays with Roger, hosted by Roger Entner. I'm talking every day with hosts for new shows we'll be releasing, and it should be a busy few months leading up to the end of the year. I can't wait for you to hear the lineup. You can head over to podcomedia.com to listen and subscribe to all of the pods we have now and those that we will be releasing in the next few months. If you've recovered from COVID-19 or unknowingly been exposed to it, you may have antibodies that could help COVID-19 patients. Donate blood and receive testing for COVID-19 antibodies. Visit Vitalant.org today. Okay, back to Joe Martin. Last time we talked about video and visuals and marketing. 
This time we learn more about Joe's company, CloudApp, see what they've been up to, the kinds of customers they have, and how they use CloudApp to enhance productivity. Then we turn to the future, and Joe sees video and mobile at the center of the marketer's universe in the years to come. And we agreed we need to do better with mobile, much better. It's a great chat, so let's get to it. So one of the reasons I wanted to have you on because of where you're working now, CloudApp, which helps with screen recording, screenshots, and GIFs. Hope I've characterized that well. Yep. These are things we use pretty much every day. So can you tell me about CloudApp? Yeah, absolutely. So you kind of nailed a lot of it on the head, but we're kind of a, we're in the collaborative tech productivity space. And we're really trying to focus on bringing visual communications to businesses. Yeah. We have about 3 million users overall and about a thousand businesses currently using us. I used it actively at Adobe as a means to communicate, but we see just an opportunity, kind of an evolution of what we've been talking about into the visual space where we recognize remote workforces. We recognize, you know, the boom of video conferencing and we see a nice niche for cloud app to kind of fit in where it integrates with Slack, it integrates with GitHub, it integrates with Jira and Trello and, and all these places where you are as business. Yeah. And so you can just create this nice video of you talking to something. We see a lot of like bug reports from engineering teams using things. Uh, marketing is like extending your content, like I mentioned, and creating quick screenshots for design teams to fix a website page or whatever sales you can provide a nice like personalized video demo of something and really a lot of the cases these can help eliminate some meetings that may take place i know at adobe one of the biggest frustrations i had was when i'd work on a like an infographic or something i'd go back and forth with our design team you know there was one that i used in a presentation that had like 30 iterations on it i think and it's because I, I couldn't get a meeting with them because they had, they had kind of had busy schedules. And so we had to do, you know, everything over email and PDF. And PDF was all just kind of textual yeah. and kind of sticky notes on things. And so that can sometimes be taken the wrong way and not understood correctly. But then I started sending these like cloud app videos when I was there a year or so ago. And it was me kind of talking to what I wanted from the design or what I wanted from whatever I was trying to explain. And I found that to be, you know, a lot less iterations, elimination of some meetings that I didn't need to have. So it, you know, freed up time for both of us. So it helps with efficiency and productivity. Yep. It's uh, People look at visuals and think, well, it's just something pretty, right? But this is a way of actually doing something that helps you become more productive. Yeah, exactly. And and that's kind of a, a core belief for, for us internally. And we even send out like a weekly status report for customers and they'll see like how much time they saved this week yeah. uh, using cloud app. It's basically just, you know, a methodology we apply to each drop they create. But we, we believe in, in saving time, connecting remote workforces and hopefully creating a better, you know, customer experience if it's a customer external facing kind of 
tool you're using. And it sounds like you're seeing some success out there with Cloud App, that you're seeing companies latch onto it and start using it, which is great. Yeah, definitely. We've got quite a few you know, well-known companies using the product. We've been able to influence some good customer support changes. There's a lot of like resources on our site pointing to, you know, some customer case studies where we had a company called Gainsight, which is kind of known for customer success. Yeah. They actually do competitions using Cloud App. Huh. So they'll have like their, their reps using Cloud App and they'll see like who can save the most time that week using the tool and who can kind of close the most tickets using the tool. Uh, kind of gamifying it. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to hear little things like that of how companies are really embracing what we're trying to put out there and kind of putting their own little spin on it. Oh, that's neat. So what do you see as the biggest marketing trend over the next year or so? What are you tracking? What do you hope to see in the next year or so? Sure. Well, if, I think first off, you know, the, one of the biggest reasons I left Adobe for this opportunity was really, I saw video exploding, yeah. video and visuals. And and I loved you know the product Cloud App that I've been using already. And it has great reviews on lots of different sites. And so that's kind of first and foremost, I wanted to kind of jump on that train and, and see where it went. I think the other thing is just... You know, we love to talk about future tech, yeah. like AI and VR and AR, but a lot of me still thinks a lot of companies can still figure like mobile out a lot better. Yeah. So we're, we're always trying to talk, you know, 10 years from now, but I think like mobile and a focus on like customer experience are maybe more still more shorter term. Yeah. If you look at like the masses, I mean, you may have like big enterprises that have the resources to integrate AI and, and other things. But as far as like SMB and, and mid-sized companies still need to figure out mobile, lots of opportunities there. And then also just making sure that they're providing a good experience. There's some pretty cool stats on customer experience and how customers are willing to you know pay more for a good customer experience. A lot of people think that it's more valuable than the product itself in times, and it can be a, a differentiator. Yeah. So the stat is, I found it while we're talking here, but 67% of consumers and 74% of businesses say they'll pay more when it includes a great experience. Yeah. Uh, and that's from Salesforce. Seems pretty clear, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I, <laughs> so I think that's a big focus. Uh, you know, Adobe is going hard at that with Microsoft and SAP with a, a partnership that they set up. Qualtrics, who got acquired by SAP recently, is a Utah company. Right. Uh, is going hard at kind of being an experience platform, uh, certainly Salesforce. So like a lot of these like big tech companies recognize the need for an experience. Yeah. And so they're trying to kind of provide the tools to allow businesses to do that. To your point about mobile, it is shocking in 2019 that so many websites don't really work very well on a mobile phone. And that should be at the top of the list for someone developing a website these days, it seems to me. Yeah, I would agree. I think mobile web has a lot to be desired. I think apps People, people get frustrated with mobile web, and so they go to an app, yeah. which can actually hurt you if you're like, uh, I mean, if I'm using an app for retail, I'm probably on Amazon, 
right? But maybe on mobile web, if I'm going to like Best Buy or Target or Barnes and Noble or whatever their mobile website, and if it's frustrating me, but they kind of have a book I want that maybe Amazon is either more expensive or yeah. can't get it to me quick enough, then I'm probably just going to be like, uh, forget it. You know, I'll just get on Amazon and right. I'll just, you know, get it then. So it's got to be pretty seamless and really integrate well with the offline experience as well. Yeah. And I, th I think it comes down to the other point that you discussed a moment ago, and that is really customer experience should be paramount here. Whether you're viewing in an app, mobile web, on a desktop, on a laptop, on a mobile phone, on an iPad, whatever it is, the experience that the customer has should be at the top of the list for anyone developing any of those. Yeah, yeah. And I think recognizing that people may start their purchase on a phone when they're like at lunch or in the middle of the day and just taking a break from work, but maybe they want to finish it on their laptop at home. Yeah. Recognizing there's multiple devices in play and providing that different experience for each one is really paramount to, to keeping customers loyal. Well, Joe, this has been a great chat. Loved learning about cloud app and video and visuals. And I hope to have you back again when we can continue this chat uh, sometime in the future and see if some of these trends that we're discussing actually come to fruition. Yeah, would love that. It's been a great conversation. Glad we could make it happen. All right. Next time, Ben Shapiro is into chat about podcasts. So stay with us. This episode of Confessions of a Marketer was written, produced, and edited by yours truly. T. Jordan of A-Class Productions wrote the theme music. Confessions of a Marketer is a trademark of Podco Media Networks, and this episode is copyright 2019. I'm Mark Reed Edwards. See you next time.